Eight Foundational Principles to Have as a CEO, Part B. Welcome to our fourth podcast in our series on running a company effectively. In our previous installment, we looked at the first four principles that have worked well for me as I have run my organizations, principles that cannot be outsourced. If you haven't had a chance to listen to Part A of this blog, I would recommend you start there. Here is a quick recap of what I mentioned. 1. Practice what you preach. 2. Determine what's important to you. 3. Set aside time to think. 4. Honesty as a standard. Today I have four more foundational principles to have as a CEO. Let's get started. Principle number 5. Guard your reputation. You most likely have already borrowed money for your business, taken in investors, or aligned with someone who can partner with you. To get the money and the partnership on board, you worked very hard to convince them. What I've often seen happen, however, is that once funding is received, CEOs tend to relax and move on to something else without maintaining the same level of value and focus the lender or investor requires. They assume the hard work is over. However, this is not the case. As the CEO, if you commit to certain requirements such as providing financials on a regular basis, reports, a copy of your tax returns, and so on, ensure that you make a note and stay on top of them. Deliver them ahead of schedule or at least as agreed. Never wait for the lender to remind you or hold you accountable to what was agreed. This is the way I view it. You worked hard to establish the borrowing relationship. The onus is now on you to grow the relationship and ensure it's as good as it possibly can be. I've always had the mindset of outperforming my lender. If you cannot deliver something when it's due, be sure to inform the lender or investor in ahead of time. Clearly state when you will be able to deliver, and then work hard to stay on top of your commitment to do it, preferably before the new date. You are building a stellar reputation so they feel confident to approve whatever your next request may be. As the CEO, it's your responsibility to meet the standards and deliver on whatever it is you agreed to. If you can keep or shift their perspective of you to be an individual who remains on top of things, it will work to your advantage. At the end of the day, it's very simple to do. A good productivity tip is to set a reminder in your calendar for the due date. Consistently doing this will help you stand out in the most positive way. Take the time to anticipate your investors' or lenders' needs so they don't have to seek you out and ask. Even if they don't read or respond to you, the fact that you remain on top of it, meeting the agreed requirements before time, will get you a greater return and could allow you to maintain the relationship long-term. The sixth principle is details versus big picture. Once you've identified and defined your goals as a CEO, I believe you should now pay attention to the details. I view myself more as a detail-oriented guy than a big-picture guy. I hold the philosophy that when you pay attention to the details, the big picture will be attained. But if you only focus on the big picture and miss vital details, more often than not, it will cost you a great deal. Therefore, I consider it to be critical to spend time thinking through and focusing on the details. Take time to identify what's important to the company and develop a system that allows you to see these key areas on a regular basis, either weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annually. Closely track the items that would make a difference so as to catch it early 
and respond ahead of time. For example, there may be a potential for an issue that you would want to anticipate and get ahead of as soon as you can. Alternatively, there could be a positive opportunity that you want to maximize on. Keeping an eye on the details can ultimately result in a much greater return. You will get to a stage where your organization is operating at its optimum, and you will see an opportunity to pursue additional growth. The profit margins in that additional growth are considerably larger and worth pursuing. Bottom line, it's important to pay attention to the details. On to the seventh principle, outperform your competition. As the CEO, you need to remain conscious of what distinguishes you from your competition. Identify the areas that make you unique and stand out and communicate that both externally and internally. Try to make the most of what makes you different. And the final principle, number eight, deals with making difficult decisions. When it comes to making difficult decisions, I have found the exercise of modeling to be extremely valuable. Modeling works for many different scenarios, including sales, finances, or a new product or strategy you're launching. I encourage you to use this strategy for big decisions and important things that are happening in your world. I still have some of my models from many years ago and use them often for current situations. Modeling allows you to make objective, clear, critical decisions. Another tool that has served me very well are T-charts. As I'm processing a decision, I reduce it to a simple pro and con list. I'll put the positives on one side and the negatives on the other. Over time, I'll add to the list as I evaluate the decision. Sometimes the direction will jump out at me, but putting it in writing allows me to also gain insight from key stakeholders. On occasion, I will add a weighing factor, 1 to 10 score to each point. So it determines how important each item on the list is to the overall decision. Once I've scored each point, I will total all scores to obtain a total for the positive column and a separate total for the negative column. Comparing the total scores is often very helpful in making my decision. That summarizes the eight building blocks I have consistently used throughout my career that have brought me high returns. Here are some thoughts to take away from today's podcast. The varying demands of a CEO can be overwhelming, and one needs to make the right decision on how to prioritize their time, energy, and resources. Having a solid, value-driven foundation can help move you, and consequently, your organization, in the right direction. Take time away to identify and clearly define your own key principles that will form your foundation. Develop a system that allows you to regularly track the effectiveness of each one. Once fully formed, you will make an even greater impact on your organization and community at large. What are your thoughts on what I've shared today? Please let me know by putting it in the comments section. Your feedback could help another reader too. Thanks for listening. One of our values is good information is shared with a friend. Please take the time to think of your friends, men or women, who might benefit from this blog. You can introduce the blog to them by sharing the post using the various sharing links or by sharing the podcast by clicking the share link on the top left corner of the audio link. As you begin to follow my blog and pursue opportunity for growth, it is helpful to do an assessment on various topics of life. If you haven't already, I encourage you to click on the link and take the Current Life Conditions Assessment. 
I believe it would be helpful to take this assessment annually and revisit how you are growing in life.